Hey guys, Matt from Back Yourself Fitness here and welcome to episode 7 of the Back Yourself Podcast. Um, if you like what I do here, jump on and subscribe and leave us a review. It makes us look good, bumps the podcast up a little bit, so it would be much appreciated. Um, casting our memories back to the past two episodes we've just done, mixed story. So if you haven't heard episodes five and six, do yourself a favor, jump back, have a listen. It is an amazing story of a young family um, dealing with health issues and setting up businesses and the trials and tribulations and pushing on and just hardworking good people. So for an amazing story, jump back and have a listen to episodes five and six. It is a two-part story. Um, To keep up to date with everything we do at Back Yourself Fitness, jump onto the website backyourselffitness.com.au. It's got links to all our social medias. Plus, it's got all our upcoming events, which we have one coming up. We have our annual eight-week challenge, so our big challenge for the year. We're looking to uh, get some body transformations plus some fitness uh, transformations as well. So we'll be having a information sitting August 31st, but for the basic info and to register, jump on to the website. All right, so today's episode... Uh, I'm not going to lie, this is not my first attempt at recording today's episode, and the first couple of attempts I had at recording it, I got about 20 minutes in and went, I'm I'm not connecting, and it just felt like I was just listing stuff, Um, and then I kind of sat back and looked at the topic that I'm doing, and I can relate pretty heavily to the topic that I'm doing. So what I've done is I've, I'm actually going to scrap the original the original layout of the, the, the of this episode um, and I'm going to talk purely about my experiences and relate everything back to you know, what I've dealt with and um, there's going to be a lot of people who can relate to certain bits and pieces. Um, some people may be able to relate to everything um, but you know that's the point of the podcast. Make it relatable, make it thought provoking. Um, but yeah, a couple of episodes ago, I did a podcast on mental health, and the the main focus of the the mental health chat was actually, um, you know, we were looking at depression and anxiety, and one of the areas I didn't like, I touched on a little bit, but kind of grazed over it a little bit, um, is actually something that. Everyday people will deal with every day, whether it's sitting in traffic, whether it's work deadlines, whether it's relationships, whether it's bills, you know, whatever it is, doing the shopping, you know, I'm talking about stress. And yes, I am a stress head. Um, for those of you who know me, you know I'm a stress head. Um, but I have dealt with pretty heavy effects of stress. Um, but also um, I've put things into practice to alleviate some of that stress off my system, both mentally and physically. Now, um, one thing I will say from the get-go is if you're talking to someone who is stressed, the worst piece of advice you can give them is just don't stress. It's all right, just don't stress, don't stress. Don't tell me not to stress because now I'm frustrated that you're telling me not to stress because somehow you think it's not stress-worthy, but here I am freaking out about it. So as a stress head, don't give that advice. 
that is not helpful at all. It's like telling someone who's upset or depressed, just be happy, just perk up. What's the problem? It doesn't work like that. So straight off the bat, there's a piece of advice for you. Um, What I want to do is I want to go through how I feel stress or how I felt stress in the past, um, why, and then the effects and then what I've done. Um, And like I said, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who can relate to some of the stuff that I'm saying, if not all of the stuff, whether they've voiced it or they're internalizing it, which is something I'm very good at doing. Um, But yeah, so how do I feel stress? Uh, I've been a stress head um, from my teens, I believe. Um, Very task orientated. I'm one of those people, if it doesn't get done that second, then it's like, oh, come on, I need to get it done. I need to get it done. Um, Unfortunately, it wasn't like that for schoolwork, but little simple tasks too, like, oh, I've got to buy a new shirt for, I've got something in two weeks, I've got to go out to the shops and I've got to get it today, or yeah, I've got to mow the yard and I've got to do this and I've got to do that, and if it doesn't get today, get done today, and I was like, oh no, I've like, I've failed. So putting pressure on myself, and there's a word we're going to come back to a lot, pressure, putting pressure on myself to um, try and achieve everything now, um, and that is... That's good in a way because being task orientated means you're goal orientated. But when you don't prioritize your goals properly and you just start putting all this stuff on your plate, then you're setting unachievable goals, but the tasks you're trying to complete aren't actually that important. And that's a very, very hard thing for stress heads to to try and recognize. Um, so that's generally how my brain works, but then throw on top of that being a small business owner as well. So for, well, I'll be honest and how I judge myself is how the business is going because in the business, there are only myself and Sam, the two trainers. So I take it very personally. If the business takes it like a, a downturn, I take that as a true reflection, reflection on how I'm going. Or vice versa, if the business is doing well, then I take that as a reflection on how I'm doing because we are the business, um, and it that's our that's our lives, that's our job, that's our income. So if it's not doing well, then that word pressure creeps back in. Bills are a little bit harder to pay. Then you start thinking about oh, I've got to get people in. Is it worth it? Was it smart for me opening up another studio? All these thoughts creep into your head. Um, and one of the things I'm going to say at the end of the podcast relates to all of these little issues, but that'll be for the end. Um, it, like I said, being task orientated is very good, but you need to be wise. And this is something I struggled with and even struggle with a little bit now is the ability to prioritize my tasks. If I just, I, I'm a big list person, so I'll write down everything I want to achieve for the day and Sometimes I look at it and I haven't really ticked off anything and I go, fuck, like, what a waste of a day. And it's not really a waste of a day. It's just I'm setting unrealistic tasks for myself or I might just need to sit down for an hour or two hours or whatever because I'm, I'm tired, I'm fatigued and just need to just relax for a second. So that's generally how I feel stress. Um, why do I feel like that? Like I said, the business represents 
myself and represent Sam. Um, so I take a lot of that pressure on board and I set very high standards for myself and for the business as well. So just a couple of examples, like I've had previous either um, business events, so challenge events or whatever, or social events or things that I've organized outside of work or whatever the case may be. And people go, oh, this is really cool. Like this is a good turnout and things are going really well. And in my head, I'm going, that's not where I want it to be. Um, And that's just the, the the pressure I put on myself and the high standards I hold myself to. Um, So it, that's that word pressure again. It's, how much pressure is healthy to put on yourself and how much is unhealthy. And I've definitely crossed that line. Um, but yeah, that's that's how I feel stressed. Now, you're going to hear that and go, well, so you, you just set high standards for yourself. Is that what you're saying? It's like, no. Well, what I'm saying is as someone who stresses, little tasks can be very easily made into big tasks that need to be done this second in your head. The ability to recognize that and then prioritize your tasks for the day, um, that that's a skill in itself. So what I mean by that is if you have a bill due today, pay your bill today. If you're wanting to mow the yard today and you don't get a chance to, it's fine. The yard will still be there tomorrow or the next day or next weekend, whatever the case may be. But... It's very easy to build all that pressure up on yourself going, I've got to do, I've got to get to the shops and I've got to make sure I pay these bills and I've got to call so-and-so and and I've got to get back to this person and blah, 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 blah. Very easy to be overwhelmed in a stressful situation that you are creating for yourself in your head, really. Um, The effects that it can have both physically and mentally um, can be pretty heavy can be can also be pretty generic. Uh, I have been down the heavier side of things as well as the day to day effects. Um, a lot of people won't know um, just how bad some of the effects were for me personally, um, because obviously I I internalize a lot, so I like I like dealing with things myself. I don't share things um i if there is an issue or something i like to or you know emotions that i'm trying to deal with i internalize that and i try and deal with it myself which is not a healthy thing to do but unfortunately that's the way my brain is wired and i've learned to be better uh in expressing that but obviously my autopilot is keep it to yourself and just deal with it um, so some of the stuff I'm going to talk about, um, like I said, no one or only a few people really know about. And it's, I don't really like talking about it, but for people to understand the effects of stress and for me to be able to relate, I've got to I've got to share that. And so yeah, some of the stuff for me is a little bit uncomfortable to talk about, but that's just the way it is. So some of the effects that I have felt, I'll go through just the the basic stuff. Um, for me, fatigue was a big one um getting a full eight hours sleep each night and some people hear that go what you're sleeping eight hours that's heaps but sleeping eight hours 
waking up and two hours later being tired, um, you know, just having no energy in the tank, no matter how much food you eat, be it the day before or the day of, or you can, like, I can, some days I can drink a coffee and feel like I can fall asleep straight after it. Um, so fatigue is a massive one for me, um, but stress isn't just mental, it's the physical toll as well. So putting stress on our body um, and building things up in your head can actually really put pressure on your physical ability. It just it cooks you from the inside. And I've said that to clients that I train. Um, so fatigue is a big one for me. Uh, restless, being being restless um, in the same vein. So I could be absolutely out of, out of gas for the day, put my head down on the pillow at the end of the day, and then I'm trying to solve the world's problems. And what I mean by that is I'm trying to plan the next day. I'm trying to think, oh, what am, what am I going to do with this? And then, okay, what do I want to achieve next week, this year for the podcast, for the business, for the challenge? What am I got? And I'm thinking about all this stuff as I'm trying to get to sleep. So the body can be completely ruined, but the brain will just be running a million miles an hour. Um, so they, they um, link in together, being fatigued and being restless. Um, another one is the, not inability, but digestive problems. So upset stomach, the, once again, the body being under pressure and it having to change the way it works to be able to deal with that extra pressure being put on its system. So digestive problems, I could be eating exactly the same thing, but my body processes it a different way and the feeling uneasy and, um, you know, yeah, obviously upset stomach is pretty self-explanatory, but yeah, you, your nutrition or food intake can be exactly the same, but your body processes it a different way. It has more trouble processing it or it becomes harder for your body to deal with the the processing of nutrients because it's dealing with internal pressures that you're creating for yourself. Um, lack of motivation and focus. There's times, be it business-related or uh, exercise-related, where I just go through the motions and I catch myself doing it. Um, and it is a... I get frustrated and being frustrated is another... another um, fun little aspect of being stressed frustrated um so if i'm if i'm just going through the motions it's like what are you doing mate switch on like be it exercising yourself it's like you just do you're just moving you're not really achieving anything what are you doing um or for business it's like come on mate the stuff you can be doing be it advertising or you know your promo or programming or whatever the account stuff admin stuff whatever it is there's always stuff you can do and when you catch yourself just kind of cruising, you go, oh, fuck, all right, come on, kick it into gear. Uh, otherwise, you get frustrated with yourself, um, and that's that's a big thing, being your own worst critic and just, like I said, being task-orientated, um, the feeling of not being able to do enough and getting annoyed that you're, you can't keep up with the standards that you set for yourself. Um, feeling overwhelmed, sure. Not, I don't really... I wouldn't say overwhelmed, um, but I I notice uh, there's been a couple of times where I have a snap reaction to to things, and 
for those of you who know me, I, um, I, I wouldn't, I'm not an angry person by any stretch. So when I catch myself, like just the reaction happens without even me thinking, it's like, okay, pull your head in. Something's going on. You need to relax a little bit. We need to do some things to change how you're feeling because that's not a normal reaction. Um, a, probably the biggest one or biggest effect that I felt mentally and some people will be able to relate to this and uh, 99% of people won't know this about me but when you're completely cooking yourself both inside and out you will get floods of sadness or depression I, w- I don't like using the word depression because I don't I, sure I've been there but I, I, it's just this overwhelming feeling of sadness and it's it's super hard to explain. Um, there's There's been times in the past where I could be at a, a social event and it's a great day or great night or whatever and then I'll have this, at some point during the day or night, I'll have this complete and utter feeling of isolation and loneliness and it's very it's very hard to explain to people and I, I don't like talking about it, but it's I feel it's almost my my brain and my body waving a flag. Um, and there's that I don't it's not weakness, but it's that vulnerability that you've you know, I finally recognise, and the it, it's almost like throwing and the body throws in the towel and the brain throws in the towel, and it's it's happened a couple of times, and um, it, it's. I don't know, it's such a hard feeling to describe, but like I said, it comes. It has come in the past in times where I'm pushing myself physically, pushing myself mentally, um, and putting way too much pressure on myself to do whatever it is that I need to do, but I'm just creating situations where I don't really need to put that much pressure on myself, but it's the straw that breaks the camel's back, and it's happened a couple of times, and it's hard to explain and it is a horrible feeling. You could have 30 people around you and be everyone's having a great time, but still you get a flood of I'm by myself and that comes from internalizing things. Um, but that's that's how I process things and I've, like I said, I've gotten better at it, but putting all that internal pressure on yourself, be it task-orientated or to deal with whatever the pressure is. It's just a very vicious cycle to, to fall into. And I kind of equate it to um, a snowball gathering momentum down a hill. So what happens is you'll it'll just hit you and you get that feeling of loneliness and then you start thinking negatively about everything, every negative situation that's going on. Oh, yesterday I didn't get these things done. I don't know how work's going to be this week. I've got all these bills and it's just get this huge negative buildup of emotions and feelings and all of a sudden you feel horrible. And it's that negative, negative feedback that you're giving yourself and that's when, like that, that for me, that's where I've felt the worst putting that much pressure on myself and all of a sudden I'm rehashing all these situations in my head and I feel worse and worse and it's only happened a couple of times like I said but 
it's not a fun place to be in and it comes from internal pressure and stress. So as I said, not many people know that about me, but um, also from a physical standpoint, there are massive effects that I've felt as well. Um, uh, fatigue, yes, spoken about. Tension headaches, I always get tension headaches or not as much anymore, but used to always get tension headaches. That headache where you feel like there's a rubber band tied around your temples and your eyebrows and it's just squeezing tighter and tighter on your head. They're the stress headaches. They're the tension headaches. Um, I used to get them heaps, 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 heaps. Um, once again, it's it's a buildup of stress. Uh, for those of you who know me and have seen me and trained with me or whatever, um, you know that I've got the salt and pepper hair going on. So I've been going grey since I was in year 12. Um, that's my hair follicles reacting to the amount of stress I'm putting on myself. Uh, and it's everyone has a laugh. It's like, oh, you're going grey, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I know I am. Um, it's cool. But that is a, a direct result of... S- Stress. I'm not saying it's all stress, but stress definitely amplifies that. Um, another big one, once again, that I don't like talking about, um, or and not many people know, is um, the decrease in in sex drive um, because your stress levels directly affect your hormone balance. Now, for me, what happened was. I was training myself, you know, let's say six times a week, pushing myself hard and wasn't shifting any weight off around my hips and I didn't understand it and my weight could fluctuate but the the body fat that sat around my hips wouldn't move and I wouldn't I didn't understand it and I was confused and once again frustrated and putting that stress on myself I'm not pushing myself hard enough I'm not eating the right things or whatever it was and I did my research and then went to get a blood test done um, and my testosterone levels were through the floor very 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 low um, to the point where I had to be on uh, injections to boost my testosterone back up to a normal level, not a high level, a normal level. Um, so I was on that for a, a few months, just trying to kick my body into gear. And the I didn't like that because um, being on injections, number one, but I could feel the effects wear off. And this the every two weeks I'd have to go get one. The first week, I'd feel great. I'd be on top of the world. Like my body would be changing. I'm like, yes, fucking here we go. The next week, it would start to wear off and my body would turn back to how it was and the energy would take a hit and I'd feel lethargic. And it was just not a fun. It was, I'm assuming it's kind of like being on a cycle for, you know, performance enhancing drugs. On the back end of this cycle, you feel like crap because it wears off. At the start of it, you feel really good because it's changing your body and whatever. So that was what was happening. And then it kind of clicked for me that, wait, if I'm on injections, that means my body's not producing it 
by itself and then I become dependent on the injections for it to create testosterone and for some reason the GP failed to mention that so I stopped the injections and then went down the road of um, a naturopath and we did some tests through the naturopath and basically came back with the same thing but instead of just highlighting my testosterone levels we looked at what was actually making my testosterone levels so low and those things were adrenal fatigue and um, my cortisol levels being all over the shop and my DHEA levels being all over the shop as well. So um, without going too heavy into what um, your cortisol levels are and DHEA, um, they're directly related to your uh, hormone production um, and they're also directly affected by stress, uh, stress on the body, uh, be it stimulant-related or yeah, stress. Um, so your adrenals are your fight or flight. Um, if you keep pushing your adrenals, that means your body is always in fight or flight. Um, so how you deal with stress, stressful situations, do you crumble or do you just push on? Now, I got myself to a point where I was sitting in that fight or flight all the time. So my adrenals had absolutely nothing to give. They were, they were fried, they were cooked. And if you get to a point where your adrenal glands stop working, you're in trouble because that's the, like the glands that help with the hormone balance, like I said. So you need to, and what I had to do was I had to rehab essentially how my adrenals worked and how do you do that? vitamins and nutrients and all that kind of stuff, taking a fistful of natural things a day, but also learning to to deal with my stress levels and learning to deal with um, my uh, pressure that I put on myself. So they're, they're the effects that I felt, and I'm probably forgetting stuff, um, but the big ones were the the fatigue the the tension headaches the testosterone levels and that the feeling of that loneliness feeling um now that like i said i don't like talking about that but you got to do what you got to do um talking about it is much better than internalizing it which i have to keep telling myself um how how have i dealt with it or what did i do to implement um or what did i implement to Try and fix those things. And the first thing that is very, very simple to say, but very hard to put into practice, and you can say the same about wanting to lose weight or wanting to exercise more or dealing with mental health or whatever it is, until you accept it, accept the problem and accept that you physically have to change something or you have to change something, you can get all the advice you want until you realize that it's you that needs to make the change, things aren't going to change. So you cannot rely on the the tablets that you're taking. You cannot rely on the, the two 30-minute PT sessions you do per week. You cannot rely on the light and easy meals to get you to where you want to be. You need to actively make a change in your lifestyle and recognize that there is a problem there and you cannot become dependent on these little band-aid fixes you need to try and um, implement things to change your lifestyle so that's the first bit 
recognizing that there is an issue and then going, right, what's the plan of attack? So being a stress head, the hardest part and being someone who internalizes, the hardest part is actually sharing what you're going through. Um, I'm assuming it is like that for, for mental health as well. Sharing with other people just what exactly you're dealing with. And I've done that with a couple of people and um, obviously people close to me. Uh, and you actually feel better after it because at the very, very least, you're getting it off your chest, but you're also getting an outsider's opinion. And generally, well, for me, the people I spoke to were very close to me. So they were obviously supportive and and you know gave me a little bit of advice on what I can do and whether you know I took some of it on board and other things I wanted to once again prove to myself that I could do it um so sharing is is the big thing it, whether it's I'm just you talk to someone I'm just not feeling great at the moment okay why aren't you feeling great or well, I'm just not sleeping and I'm under the pump at work and with the kid like whatever it is you just got to get it off your chest, get the problems out. doesn't matter who you talk to. Someone close or someone you can trust just at the very least to vent. Um, the next massive thing, and this is one of the hardest things, are these, the, these two things here, the sharing and this, this bit here are the two hardest things to do. The second thing is just letting go and realizing that not everything needs to be done this second um, and prioritizing your tasks or what you need to get done. So like I said at the very start, if you've got a bill due, pay your bill. If you want to go to the shops and you need to get the groceries done, does it make any difference doing it this second or doing it tomorrow? Is it like what's is it life changing if you do it today or tomorrow? You know what I mean? So prioritizing the tasks. And if you don't get something done, it's cool. It'll be there tomorrow. For me, being a list person, I write down my to-do list for the day and I put things on my list that I need to get done and things I'd like to get done. And if there's things that I don't get done that I would have liked to get done, guess what? I'm going to do it tomorrow or the next day or the next day. It's still going to be there. Things like you know, bills or meetings or work or whatever, then yes, that's where you need to be. Picking the kids up from school, that's where you need to be. But prioritizing your tasks for the day and not getting down if you don't tick everything off. Things that you need to get done and things that you want to get done are two completely different things. Um, implementing uh, little changes like if going to the shops and doing grocery shopping is a killer because you're trying to juggle kids or the fact that you're at the shops for an hour and a bit, including travel time, and that hour and a half could be used better in your lifestyle, be it just relaxing or being at home or whatever whatever it is, order your groceries online. It, like just little simple things, things that alleviate that bit of stress off yourself, both internally and externally. But once again, being able to let go and not want to get everything done this second. Um, other little things, just going for walks, just taking it in, whether you listen to music or podcasts or 
or whatever it is or no music at all and you just kind of cruise and take in the take in the sights and the sounds or you just go for a drive or you you just you got to be a little bit selfish and you just take some time for you if you just want to go for a walk along the waterfront by yourself then you go and do it um for me when i was training for the half marathon when i'd go for a run that was an hour and a half two hours where i'd be by myself and i'd just have my headphones in i'd be listening to music and i'd be running along the, the waterfront and it was yes it was physical work but mentally i could just switch off and just cruise and i'd feel fresh mentally after after my runs to other clients and i've done this before that i've suggested jump on youtube and look up a yoga workout it's 15 minutes of your day and i guarantee if you follow along with a 15 minute yoga workout at the end of that 15 minutes or meditation workout you will you will completely decompress and you'll go you'll be a little bit calmer and a little bit clearer if you throw yourself fully into it, if you're sitting there thinking about the things that you need to do after your stretching session or your yoga or your workout, then you're not going to get the full benefit from it. So being able to mentally check out or log off from your to-do list for the day and just spend some time for you, be it a short window or you know an hour or so, whatever, um, that is so incredibly beneficial. Um in trying to improve your sleep pattern like i said i try and get eight hours sleep each night and once again there's going to be people who hear that and go eight hours that's heaps but if you're tired get into bed and just let your body relax now going back to one of the other little tips where letting stuff go like i said i'd lay down and try and solve the world's problems so being a pt if I'm going to sleep knowing that I have six, seven, eight sessions in a row from 5 a.m. the next morning, even though I've already written down what the program is, I'm already thinking about what specific exercise am I going to do for different people. And it's like, mate, it doesn't matter if you think about it now or think about it tomorrow morning when you get there. It's going to be the same outcome. So don't waste your energy trying to figure it out at 8.30, 9.30 at night. It'll be there tomorrow morning. It's fine. There's no difference between planning it then or being there tomorrow. Or there's no difference between answering that email at 8 o'clock at night, 8.30 at night, or answering it first thing in the morning. It's still going to be there. Make a note or reminder in your phone or whatever, and you know tomorrow you can just deal with it then. It's not a priority. Priority is a big thing. Um, Just trying to have a little bit more fun and recognizing that you need to switch off whether that is reading a book or just laying down or taking dogs for a walk or walking by yourself or going to have lunch with someone or you got to take some time for you you got to be not selfish but you got to invest in yourself and that means being able to switch off as well because if you're like I said like I've done before if you're constantly putting pressure on yourself you're not going to get a break mentally and you're going to continue to cook and cook and cook and cook until you crash. I've seen it before. I've experienced it before. The crash is not fun. The biggest piece of advice when it comes to dealing with stress is you need to learn to let stuff go that's not a priority. You need to go, right, this doesn't need to be done this very second. 
If I get it done, great. If it gets done tomorrow, that's fine as well. You've got to want to change how you are. And this is the same when it comes to, um, like I said, people who want to get into the gym or people who are trying to get off antidepressants or people who are what like stress heads or whatever. You've actively got to want to change. Not need, you've got to want to change it. There's a word that Mick and I spoke about a lot in the previous episodes. If you don't want to change and you've got to 100% throw yourself into wanting to change, guess what? It ain't going to change. Um, yeah, that's, that's the general gist of what I've dealt with before in the past. Um, like I said, some people are going to be able to relate to some of the topics, but giving people an insight of just how hectic stress can be on your system, both physically and mentally. And unfortunately, for it to change, it needs to be a mental change that you need to make. You've got to want to change. Uh, in the upcoming episodes, we've got a lot of cool guests coming on. Um, that was a very interesting episode for me to talk about. Like I said, I don't really like sharing those little bits and pieces. But from one stress head to others who are listening, it's okay if stuff doesn't get done this second. It'll be there tomorrow. It'll be there the next day. You've got to take that pressure internally off yourself. Okay. Back yourself to get stuff done. But if you've got high standards... Don't try and get everything done this second. It's all right if things don't get done. Prioritize your tasks. Um, I'll see everyone in episode eight. I hope everyone enjoyed this one. Until then, I will talk to you later.